2019 in America for a Democrat to be running for president with a plan that does not cover everyone, I think is without excuse. Vice President Biden, I didn't hear your response when the issue came up of all those deportations. You were Vice President of the United States. Mr. Vice President, it looks like one of us has learned the lessons of the past and one of us hasn't. Mr. Vice President, you can't have it both ways. You invoke President Obama more than anybody in this campaign. You can't do it when it's convenient and then dodge it when it's not. So many people seeing last night's debate as an attack on the Obama administration policies and asking Joe Biden, why didn't you stand up against uh, Barack Obama and his immigration policies? That Republican monster. Why didn't you stand up against Barack Obama and his health care plan that didn't cover everybody immediately? And uh, that's an interesting thing since Barack Obama has a 97% approval rating in the Democratic <laughs> Party and, and, and Obamacare has an 85% approval rating. Right. Right. They're portraying Barack Obama as if he were Pat Buchanan. It was just something. Anyway, Joe, Joe Scarborough on Morning Joe on MSNBC, who's got more of his finger on the pulse of what Democrats want than I do, said this about the debate. The lunacy of this, this exercise last night was that Donald Trump's policy positions were attacked less than Barack Obama's policy Give me a break. What's wrong with you people? I don't understand. You're going up against Donald Trump and you're talking about defending Obamacare as Republican talking points? Who is advising you? (laughs) (laughs) I find that pretty funny. There was there was certainly there was a chunk. As I saw a former moderate senator, uh, Democratic senator, say there was a 45-minute chunk that was nonstop attacking the policies of the last Democratic president mm-hmm. and not attacking the policies of the current president that all Democrats are so excited to try to boot out. You know, I think how, do you, how do you get off a track that far? I think we've all had an experience where, I don't know, we got sucked into a certain situation or group of people or, or whatever, and, and we lost our perspective. In a way that when we came out of that situation, we thought, what was I thinking? Right. I mean, for instance, how did nobody say this on that Democrat stage last night? Barack Obama did great things in advancing us toward our brave, progressive goals. I mean, whoa, man, we went from the awful years of Bush to this point, And we thank him for that. Now we need to keep moving, though. And that's what Barack Obama would want for us to keep moving forward and not cling to those past policies. He knew he was only halfway there. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. That'd be pretty good. Look, I've lived with me every day of my life, and I'm no genius. (laughs) The fact that nobody (laughs) could come up with that. Seriously, I, I, I hit a wall last night. And it's, again, into my own crazy psychology. When people say stuff that's not true or dumb or just, and nobody calls them on it, it's, it, I get stress. And I got so stressed during the debate last night, I had to turn it off. Yeah, man, well, it's difficult for me to watch Democratic debates because I don't agree with any of the Well, policies. there's that, too. So, so the I, moderate I sit or there the, quaking in fear that some of it might, you know, happen. So the moderate or the, the you know, the, <laughs> the, the, the crazy out there ones, I'm not going to like any of them. But So there's still a uh, continuing the conversation from night one. And there is something really interesting going on here that, that we all ought to pay attention to. Well, here's, here's de Blasio. 
If we're going to beat Donald Trump, this has to be a party that stands for something. This has to be the party of labor unions. This has to be the party of universal health care. This has to be the party that's not afraid to say out loud, we're going to tax the hell out of the wealthy. And, and with his opening statement right there, de Blasio said, I am, there are candidates on the stage that say they're not going to fundamentally transform this country. I am here to tell you I'm going to fundamentally transform this country and our system. Yep. So you still have that real big divide in the Democratic Party, which is an interesting thing going on. I mean, if you're interested in the country or politics at all, one of the major parties is either going to transform the country fundamentally right. or or kind of be left of center, which they've been for decades and decades. And it's going to go one direction or the other. Yeah. That's a hell of a thing to stand up there and say, I'm going to fundamentally transform our system of government. Right. Because he's uh, and the well, way our economy works, the way everybody, every human being in America relates to. Um, their responsibilities for themselves, each other, the power of the state, the, the way local, we structure our economy, our energy, right. all the stuff, everything completely different. Right. And in a short amount of time, obviously. Yeah. Now, he, that Give guy, me a break. that guy, the, the, the mayor of New York <laughs> has no chance of becoming president. But but that idea is about half the candidates up there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonah Goldberg tweeted this mathematically de Blasio could increase his standing in the polls by five thousand percent. And he'd still be in last place. <laughs> John Goldberg also said, kind of suspect Inslee's glasses aren't prescription. I like that one. Oh, that now, was the major talking now. point of the people I was watching with oh, yesterday. Really? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. are we in middle school? Yeah, Grow some, up. Some Clark Kent action going on there. Also, um, if you saw the opening statement for Kirsten Gillibrand, who is the phoniest of phonia people. Oh, she's awful. Oh, do we have that, that thing she said about how, as a privileged white woman... She could speak to other privileged white women and explain white privilege to them so they'd vote against Donald Trump. Oh, it was priceless. We'll see if we can find that for you. Hey, yeah, listen, uh, I, Kirsten Gillibrand explaining how she's going to white-splain people to white people. Exactly. Um, yeah. Oh, who well, is advising you? <laughs> so she's going to ride in on, I presume, a white horse and explain to all white people how awful we are and thereby get us to vote for somebody? Do you think you, all those, I guess, you think uh, all those Democratic auto workers and coal miners and just, you know, union members, stuff like that, you think they like that crap? Oh, for They're, God's oh sake, can God. you imagine? They couldn't be more turned off by the that. The steel workers of Pennsylvania saying, finally, someone who's truly woke. Speaking for us. Anyway, she kept, her, her her opening comment was, and again, she's another person that has no sniff of it. So why why are we criticizing her? But um, her thing was, I don't know the meaning of the word impossible. You want to see something done? Just tell me it's impossible, and I will get it done. That's good stuff. Shona <laughs> Goldberg said, "Well, actually, I'm opposed to any politician who doesn't know the meaning of impossible." <laughs> Which I, I find pretty funny. That's always a funny line. Sure, it's a classic say. jab. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the meaning of the word quit. I don't know the meaning. Boy, there are a lot of words you don't know the meaning of. Which no words do you know? I'm not sure that's what we're looking for. People with not even a good grasp of the basic words. Listen. The first to- thing that I'm going to do when I'm president is I'm going to Clorox the Oval Office. Popular line, and uh, it's been retweeted with pictures of her uh, with her arm around Bill Clinton and Harvey Weinstein. Ah, nice. So, uh, Beautiful. She's so turned off by guys who have that kind of lifestyle. So some more really good clips coming up in a couple of minutes. Uh, many of them ridiculous. But Biden did something fatal, I think. Now, I've been like pitching the idea that Joe Biden can't possibly win for a long time. 
Maybe you'll accuse me of self-serving. But Joe Biden's fatal mistake and Kamala Harris's fatal, fatal characteristic in moments. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't believe that it's the responsibility of Corey and Kamala to be the only voice that takes on these issues of institutional racism, systemic racism in our country. I think as a white woman of privilege who is a U.S. senator running for president of the United States, it is also my responsibility to lift up those voices that aren't being listened to. And I can talk to those white women in the suburbs that voted for Trump and explain to them what white privilege actually is. That when their son is walking down a street with a bag of M&Ms in his pocket, wearing a hoodie, his whiteness is what protects him from not being shot. I'm going to white-splain whiteness to white people. Yes, um, uh, then I, we'll have the new day dawning. I realize you got to get the nomination before you get to run for president, but, man, you aren't getting any of those working-class voters that voted Obama, then Trump, with that kind of crap. Well, Beto working the woke bro side of the aisle the other night. It was Kirsten Gillibrand doing the woke sorority sister dance. Oh, it was so entertaining. So listen. Who is advising you? <laughs> Good question. I, I, if I hear that clip a hundred times, it'll be 50 times too little. <laughs> so listen, here's the gut analysis of your two top tierers from last night putting inside communist night on tuesday you got joe biden you got kamala harris last night all right joe biden and and it was funny listening to the the echo chamber this morning uh many many progressives are saying he had a good night he's better off than he was to me he came off as stumbling and bumbling and old again not terrible but it was so weird He was the only person on stage, and I mean the only person, who if he was in the middle of a sentence and Jake the Whip Tapper said, that's time, sir, he would just stop. And his shoulders would slump and he'd look down like a child who'd been castigated by his domineering mother. Yes. He had this, and that's why my policy, well, time... And he would just he would just stop like a like a whipped dog. He almost cringed and stopped. He was the only person who wouldn't just finish the sentence, and it was weird and off-putting and pathetic. And if you're an old guy who's trying to come off as not old, pathetic is not what you're going for. Whether I've heard nobody mention that, I, I thought it was sad. We'll see if it catches on. But this, the surely you notice this if you watched, or you will. Kamala Harris, nonstop, aggrieved, angry, and indignant act. That's her tone three quarters of the time, and it just wears. Yeah. I mean, and... and She needs another gear. There are... There are people who would say, well, you're just saying that because she's a woman. Well, no, the aggrieved, angry, crusader guy thing wears me out after a while, too. Um, and, and I would subje- I would submit this to you, if you're some sort of woke woman's studies person, and God knows it could be five to ten years of deprogramming to get you back to common sense, but if you're one of those people, 
if the vast majority of the population reacts to women differently than men doing the same thing. Now, you and your woke professors can sit around sipping coffee and discussing how that's terrible. Or you could realize, or it's something intrinsic to human beings built into our DNA over millions of years. Kamala Harris wears your ass out, man. Even if it, well, the, oh. actually, I didn't get to this the other day. There was a, a likability thing, and the women polled incredibly low on this. It gets to what you're talking about. Is that an intrinsic DNA thing? Is it a, a, a bad cultural thing that we've developed? I don't know, but either way, you have to accept it is. They both pull at like 5% likability. Your Bernies, your everybody else is at like 50% or above in terms of likability yeah. among Democrats. But uh, uh, Kamala and, uh, and Elizabeth Warren, they all pull really low. And I wondered, is that actual? Uh, do we have an actual problem with women saying the same sorts of things as men? I don't know. but it, Or it just, in the same way, same tone. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm a little surprised by that with uh, Liz Warren. I don't find I her think, unlikable. No, I think once she abandoned the trying so hard to be likable thing and just went back to what she is, which is kind of a wonky, uh, lectury college professor. I don't know. And a fighter. She's <laughs> a fighter. I, I know... I know quite a few strong, kind of dynamic women who I like very much. Kamala seems likable enough when she's not debating, when she's just like talking about regular things. Yeah. She should bring some of that to the debate stage. Yeah. She do she should do a little of the smile and giggly thing on the debate stage sometime and not just always the I'm so aggrieved thing when the head's shaking. Although that's that's man, that's progressive politics being aggrieved. Yeah. Positive, Sean? Reading between the lines with her closing statement where she kind of circled back and said, I'm the person who can present the case against Donald Trump. I feel like she was doing an audition for, this is me, a fighter, a brute on a debate stage. This is what you need against Trump in the future. My my overlying theme, I think, for the day, and it just occurred to me at like 6.04 today, is that these debates really don't matter very much. They just don't. There's no, there is no data you can point to to show that these debates matter. None. In uh, in terms of uh, becoming a president, there's just none uh, in the way that, in the way that polls move before and after debates. There's zero data to show that it makes a difference. <laughs> so what's moving the polls, or what what does matter? Different think, sample sizes. I think the daily news cycle of this and that, and you get more of an idea of somebody who who somebody is. I think that I think that over time has an effect, but it's not the debate. It just, it, it's just not, it just doesn't show to be that way. We talked about this with Lon Hee Chen last time. After a debate, there's usually a bump one way or another or somebody falls, but then it goes back to where it was before the debate in a couple of days. So it's purely sport. It's a sport, yeah. It's a TV show. Yeah. And what about fundraising? Is there a correlation that, between yes, debates and fundraising? Be. Yes. That could be. Well, also, although that gets back to there's plenty of studies that show how much money you have doesn't make any difference. Hey, by the way, if it's merely entertainment, can I, as a consumer of uh, entertainment, make a couple of suggestions yeah. to make it a little less friggin' tedious? Boy, uh, oh, it was killing me last MSNBC night. was really beating up on CNN's um, uh, format. Okay, saying, now I'm interested again. And I think, and, and they're right. I think they're right. This trying to pit each other against each other, oh yeah, is just what is the point of that? Right. Um, and that that's what brings you the attacking each other or attacking Obama policies. You set it up that way, right? Um, well, I I go back to CNN's desperation 
to be seen because they are dying. And when you're desperate, sometimes that brings great strength from people, and sometimes it brings really oogie behavior out of them. And CNN is a desperate organization. They are pathetic. A funny tweet I came across. So we played the clip earlier of Tulsi Gabbard laundry listing complaints against Kamala Harris. Like, really, for whatever reason, I don't know, going for the women of color lane or something. Anyway, she really attacks Kamala Harris, and this person said, you could see the wheels turning in Harris's mind to see if she could find a way to jail Tulsi. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Wait a minute. I think that's hilarious. I'm trying to think of it. Like, boy, she really popped the golden bear in the head with a pineapple. I'm trying to get a little California-Hawaii rivalry. If, if, boy, she really took an oar to the... I just had a, a paddle. I just, I'm not... I just, Poured the lava of a her stain on the coconut is good, Michael. If it's I'm not a, great. If I'm a Democrat, I want a new <laughs> format where they're not pitted against each other. And if I'm a Democrat, I want to get rid of the also-rans and get all the big stars on one stage. I think this is the last presidential cycle where these major networks will have anything to do with these debates. You very well could be right. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Very well could be right. How about if you're going to go pitting people against each other, go haul hog. Joe Biden's crazy old. Uh, Cory Booker. Take it from there. <laughs> Take it from there. <laughs> I love your affection for me. <laughs> Finish the thought. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, big debate. Cory Booker attacks Osama bin Laden's heir apparent, killed, and bad news if you're hoping for money from that Equifax settlement. Oh, coming up. I wasn't really. <laughs> Is there a way I can jail Tulsi Gabbard? That's funny. <laughs> All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. So we got this text. I hope all you guys went to Joe 303330. If you agree with me, go to Joe 30330 and help me in this fight. <laughs> How do I go to that now? Okay. <laughs> Whoops. So that was, it, it seems to be that was one of those, hey, text Joe 3030 and then you can get on our mailing list right, or whatever sort yeah. of thing. But he's ancient and technologically illiterate, so he treated it like a website, which it's not. Yeah. But that then led to a domain war, which is one of the best things on the internet. Oh, boy. Where somebody in a high profile yeah. mentions a website that is not yet claimed, so now people rush to get that and anything that's similar to that. To make various pages because you can get free web traffic that way, essentially. Or turn it into porn. So Joe33030.com redirects to uh, a Biden site. Joe3030.com redirects to Mayor Pete's site. Uh, Joe30330 redirects to some guy named Josh. Joe3033 goes to a real estate company. Um, let's see, there's a, uh... I wish I thought of stuff like that. Joe303.com leads to some sort of fundraising thing to get rid of Moscow Mitch. Um, yes. Joe30030.com looks really similar to a Joe Biden site, but then you realize they're selling parody t-shirts with things like Joe... Like Joe Biden and his logo and then small font touched me. They all, they all have kind of the handsy theme to it. Nice. Oh, oh, the internet. You got to love the internet. Uh, let's get oh, to the boy. news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the 10 candidates in round two of the Democratic presidential debates went after each other last night. Former Vice President Biden and Obama policies were popular targets. 
New Jersey Senator Cory Booker going after the front runner for playing up his role in former Obama's administration on some issues and then downplaying the role on others. And then Booker went after Biden's 1990s stop and frisk crime bill. We have a system right now that's broken. And if you want to compare records, and frankly, I'm shocked that you do, uh, I am happy to do that. Because all of the problems that he is talking about, that he created, I actually led the bill that got passed into law that reverses the damage that your bills, that you were, frankly, to correct you, Mr. Vice President, you were bragging, calling it the Biden crime bill up till 2015. Biden shooting back that Booker had gotten nothing done during his eight years as mayor of Newark. Booker back at Biden. The person that's enjoying this debate most right now is Donald Trump as we pit Democrats against each other while he is working right now to take away America's health care. So now you're a pacifist. So so you take a shot at the front runner. Multiple shots. Multiple deep shots at the front runner. He fires back at you. Oh, what is this? We're pitting each other against each other. We're helping Trump. That's really funny. Um, the Washington Post called Trump the winner of last night's debate right. because uh, so many candidates took on the Obama-era policies when they were taking on Biden. Uh, they did say Joe Biden wasn't as bad as last time, but he wasn't good either. Right. Uh, the New York Times version of it was... I would argue he was as bad as last time. But I just think that's uh, people's wishes being the father of their thoughts. That's interesting. Scarborough but... thought he was 200% better than last time. Yeah. Uh, New York Times said he's still old, he's still nostalgic, and he is still the front runner until someone can prove otherwise. Far from perfect and rarely exactly steady, Mr. Biden nonetheless achieved at least some of his goals that eluded him last time. That's the he was better than last time. I love your affection for me. <laughs> Uh, and the Wall Street Journal, and I'll yeah. end it with this. Biden's performance, which grew stronger throughout the night, may help silence some questions about his viability as a potential nominee and chief foil of Mr. Trump. Maybe he got strong after I'd bailed. He is the far and away leader in the polls. We'll see if that right. moves at all. So is Hillary. Yeah. Well, she won the popular vote. Well, I, well are we talking general election or are we talking the, uh, the primaries where she was? Oh, well, that um, was a little different that time around. Although, you know, a lot of a lot is made of that, how Bernie got cheated and it was fixed and all. The Democrats would have been psychotic to nominate the crazy old Marxist. That would have ensured a 50-state defeat. I was actually thinking of when she lost to Barack Obama. Oh. She was, uh, you know, she was leading the polls and he jumped in the race. But he was, he's a once-in-multiple-generations political animal. Right. You can't really base anything off of that. No, no. It's like uh, blasting somebody for losing to the 34 Yankees. I mean, what are you going to do? Meanwhile, turns out Osama bin Laden's son is reportedly dead. U.S. officials say they've got reports that uh, uh, Hamza bin Laden is uh, dead, though they haven't said when or how he died. But a U.S. military source told ABC News the U.S. government believes he was killed within the last two years. I thought it was interesting that Trump said, I'm not going to say anything about that. So what are the circumstances? Are, and b- b- killing bin Laden's son isn't just a, you know, like a, a gesture. He was said to be the yep. leader of al-Qaeda, and people looked up to him just like his old man because they have all these weird beliefs about He was going to bring him to the future. Crap. Right. Um, so killing him is a big deal, but I wonder why we're so tight-lipped about it. Did Israel do it? Did, mm. uh, or did, 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 did a country... Getting warmer. I wonder if a Muslim country... Getting warmer. ...took him out. 
And they don't want to. The, the Saudi Arabia took him out. Well, no, I, I would guess we finally got uh, Pakistan's intelligence services to give us some serious help in tracking a guy down. One of Trump's people made him an offer they couldn't refuse. Um, that that would explain all the silence because he was snuffed, according to the accounts I've heard, in the uh, the, the famous lawless region between Pakistan and Afghanistan. Actually, in Pakistan. Although, it's not like there's a big bright line there at the border. It's hard there, to say. There would be zero upside to letting the bad guys know that Pakistan helped us kill bin Laden. Right. Kid. And Pakistan, you know, if you're not hip to this, they've, they've had this uneasy relationship with Islamic extremists. They don't want to squeeze them too hard because then they come to the cities and, and kill a bunch of Pakistanis. But at the same time, they're not really happy that they're around because they make it really difficult to govern Pakistan. So... They have this unbelievable frenemy relationship, and like I said, I think we probably said, look, we get you being wimps about this stuff, and we get you're not going to help us a lot, but you don't. we know where this guy is. You don't mm-hmm. help us with this guy. Uh, you're at war with the U.S., and so they, they went ahead and helped us snuff him. Uh, you know, it's funny. One more interesting point made was that uh, al-Qaeda practically looks like moderates now compared to uh, uh, ISIS, which is a hell of a thing. Meanwhile... My friends, Equifax might not be able to send everyone a settlement check. The Federal Trade Commission's warning that the money could indeed run out. The payment option of $125 per person is capped at $31 million for the 2017 security breach. And uh, now the uh, FTC is saying, you know, consumers who haven't submitted a claim yet are really being urged to consider free credit monitoring instead. And one last note, Burger King is rolling out its meatless Whopper next week. The burger chain has been selling its Impossible Whopper in test markets since April. The burger features that meatless patty made by Impossible Foods. I will try that. Uh, I saw Dunkin' Donuts is bringing a meatless some sort of breakfast sandwich to their Mm. stores. Yeah, I believe that was notable because I think that was the first one that's not ground beef. I think it was a pork thing. Right, it's faux sausage. Fake fake pork. Mm. Meat, don't do it. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. And I would just like to point out that the uh, the context is completely immaterial for using that who is advising you clip. Could have used it during the Burger King story. <laughs> I love that clip so much. Morning, Joseph. Where is he? Give it who to is me. advising you? I love that. He's talking about the candidates from last night. What are you thinking? Spending 40 minutes bashing that right-wing Republican Barack Obama and his policies. In which you had, Give me a break. His racist policies. In which you had moderate pundits and woke pundits saying, what is going on here? Uh, things coming up. I've got the 10 uh, world's highest paid celebrities. That's... Generally, a Doesn't sort of list. come out like every other week? Yeah, uh, they yeah. came out again. Forbes, <laughs> right. Forbes. Two weeks have gone by, you idiot. <laughs> Forbes figured out the only way anybody knows we exist is these lists. <laughs> listicles. But Financial listicles. Uh, number nine will cause you to abandon your belief in, belig- in any religion. <laughs> wow. My. Wow. Okay. So that's a tease. All right. And a little more dipping in and out of the debate. Hey, a major thing helping happened in the world of healthcare yesterday. Oh, my gosh. It's an uh, yep. It's huge. I mean, to you, in your real life, not a single syllable devoted to it on stage for a couple of reasons. Well, no, really, for one reason. It's because the Trump administration has done something that virtually everybody thinks is a good idea. Wow. Uh, We'll talk about that later in the show also. Hope you can stick around. Armstrong and Getty.
immigrants myself. My father immigrated here as a graduate student and generated over 65 U.S. patents for GE and IBM. I think that's a pretty good deal for the United States. That's the immigration story we need to be telling. We can't always be focusing on some of the, 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 the distressed stories. And if you go to a factory here in Michigan, you will not find wall-to-wall -wall immigrants. You will find wall-to-wall -wall robots and machines. Immigrants are being scapegoated for issues they have nothing to do with in our economy. He's an interesting guy, that Yang, and that's why he was the most uh, Twittered or searched on or whatever metric they use. Yeah, I think he was the most tweeted about. I think Gabbard was the most Google searched. Well, that's because she's chick. hot. Yeah, right. And she wore that white outfit and put some sort of glistening moisturizer on, oh. her, on her skin. It's a good point, though, for, for the ladies. The, your cleavage is the first thing to go when it comes to sun damage. <laughs> Moisturizing <laughs> is so important. I'm sure yes. she appreciates that tip. Being taken so seriously as a help. presidential candidate. I am here to help. God, there was a moment there where uh, Cory Booker was beating up uh, Biden. On Moments the... before he said, why are we beating each other <laughs> up here? <laughs> He's hilarious. On, uh, on you know, wanting PhDs to be easily led into this country. Oh, so you're, you're going to pit immigrants against each other and uh, eliminate uh, or, or, or discriminate against people who aren't educated. Yes. Again, again, that's what most of America thinks is a good idea. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not even close, the polls on that, the whole merit-based thing. So go with that if you want. Go ahead. We don't want PhDs. We want unskilled labor that almost certainly will end up on some sort of service. Sounds fantastic. Finally, fairness. Oh, I got this list from Forbes. We'll have more debate analysis later, actually with some smart people we've got coming in, not just, yeah. our, just our rambling nonsense. Oh, we'll see. Again, uh, to me, the headline is the Washington Post declared Trump the winner of last night's debate. That's that's a, that's a pretty major thing from the Washington Post. But he wasn't even in the debate. That's the point. That's how bad it was. Now you get it. <laughs> <laughs> so Forbes puts out these lists of the highest paid this or the 10 billionaires or whatever. Right. They, they put out one a week. Yeah. And they, 10 best places to blank. And they started slicing them pretty thin. Uh, highest paid musician, highest paid actor. Female so, actor. Yes, yeah, so they can have more lists. This is yeah. just the world's highest paid celebrities. Uh, and I, I find it kind of interesting as to, you know, what, what pays. I'll go th quickly. I'm going to go through the top 20, and I'll go pretty fast. But And you said number nine will make us number nine, renounce our religion. Number nine makes me want to... Uh, or come up with a new concept of religion that, that makes this possible. because it's, Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. Number 20, 20 highest paid uh, uh, celebrity in the world, Jay-Z. Okay. $81 million last year. He's 49 years old. Didn't realize that. Then Elton John. Hmm. Num he's got his autobiography coming out. Oh, but that's good. If he's honest, read it. If, it's, if he's I, honest, yeah. it'll be great. I read way too much about musicians, but I'll read that. Number 18, Rush Limbaugh made $87 million. Snurbly, uh, hand me a bag of cash. I would have gotten that wrong that Rush Limbaugh made more money than Jay-Z last year. $87 million for Rush Limbaugh. Yoo! LeBron at $89 million. Aaron Rodgers, $89 million. Another musician, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, $90 million. Russell Wilson, a quarterback, $90 million. J.K. Rowling is at number 13. Yeah. Still selling the books, made $92 million. It's funny, she tried to write those adult novels, and I haven't f found anybody who likes them. Um, but, you know, it's okay. You don't have to be good at everything. Howard Stern at number 12, $93 million. Yikes. And he's not on terrestrial radio. Um, Some boxer I don't know, Alvarez, $94 million. I'm going to skip number nine. I'll get back to it. Got to see his name so you don't care what he is or who he is. It's I'm skipping number racist. nine at about $100 million because it's too depressing. I'll get back to it in a moment. Oh, boy. Number eight, the Eagles. 
Is that fair? The football team? Well, the the singing group, but why would you put Take them all it together? Take easy, Sean. Uh, uh. <laughs> why do you put them all together? That makes no sense. Nobody else on the list is a group of people. All right, whatever, Forbes. Well, there are a few of them left. Number seven, a soccer player named Neymar. Number six, a yes. soccer player named Ronaldo. Mm. Number five, Ed Sheeran at a Soccer too fast moving to use people's last names. <laughs> Ed Sheeran comes in at number five. Wow. Another, wow. So, another soccer player at four. Kanye West, Trump's close friend. At Never heard of him. Number three. Okay. Made $150 million last year. We haven't played a Kanye clip for a long time. I'd love to hear that. A again. relative of Kanye West, Kylie Jenner, number two on the list. Oi. With $170 million last year for Kylie Jenner. Oh, Mostly. For her brilliant work as uh, doing the um, makeup and yeah, cosmetics. the uh, cosmetics. Yeah. And number one, as is often the case on this list, she's. Alex Baldwin. Kylie Jenner's 21. 21. Wow. What are you trying to do to us? Get to number one and uh, then number nine so we can all stick our heads in the oven. Number one is 29, Taylor Swift, with $185 million last year. Wow. <laughs> she is something. She How much? Rich- too many dates. God, if she's investing the way the, the stock market has been the last year or two, God, she's, she's going to be an insanely rich human being. Yeah. She already is, but I mean, like... She might get up there as like one of the richest people on the planet by the time she's 60. She'll think Jeffrey Epstein has an island. What a punk. I'm going to buy me a continent. Here's she n- might buy Australia. Here's is it for sale? Here's number nine. Made almost $100 million last year at the age of 68. A complete phony and fraud, Dr. Phil. Oh, <laughs> Makes me so wow. mad that wow. Dr. Phil... Makes more money than Rush or Howard Stern or LeBron James or Aaron Rodgers or The Rock or Elton John or Jay Z or, or Nomar or Neymar or Homar or, or Zemar. Why is freaking lion phony exploiting mentally ill people for his gain, Doctor Phil, making that kind of money? What is wrong with society? That confirms religion, Jack. The, 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 the evil has its day. Evil will prosper. On earth, but don't fall for its siren song. Bielza, Phil. Jeez. I know it. That's weird. Well, wait, how is uh, Kylie? Oh, so Kylie's way more rich than Kim Kardashian. Well, for last year. Yeah, because yeah. of the, the cosmetic. Yeah. You know, I tell you this, and I have nothing good to say about the Kardashians. I believe they are a corrosive force on our society and will bring us down, and we will soon be back in trees saying ooh, ooh, ee, ee, thanks to the Kardashian thing. Uh, on the other hand, she's a hot chick who says, here's some products that make you a hot chick like me. There's At least I understand I that. don't. I don't get it, because there are gazillions of hot chicks. There's a gazillions of hot chicks in this town, let alone the planet. Right. There's only one LeBron James every hundred years. Mm. I mean, I understand why he makes so much money. There's so many hot chicks. I don't, I don't understand how one ever stands out with here's the lipstick I use. Okay, there's the lipstick that hot I chick I want to be hot like her, so I will buy that lipstick. <laughs> I, I don't get that. I, I don't know. The it Rush girl, Limbaugh, I... Howard Stern, very unique things. Lots of people would like to be able to do that. They can't. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. She crafts irresistible pop music. There, there are ten hot chicks in this building right now. Yes, so I just, I don't get it. Have well, them come the, by the office. You see the <laughs> the other hot chicks that you're referring to that just kind of exist in the planet. They necessarily didn't have a a mother who marketed your older sister's sex tape around Hollywood in order to raise your profile when you were just essentially uh, you, you were 
what was she first? Paris Hilton's curvy friend right. was how Kim Kardashian first got onto the scene. So again, blame your mother. Blame yeah. your parents yeah. for their lack of business acumen. Get a sex tape and sell it. Yes. And then be the hotter, cuter, younger sister of the person fornicating on that tape. For the more I think about it, for all my mocking uh, Dr. Phil, she's the, the most confusing one on the list. How does she stand out? I don't know if you've ever noticed how ugly, illogical, and, and disgusting humanity is, Jack, but I think a lot of that list is a manifestation of the worst sorts of characteristics of Homo sapiens, which is why Homo sapiens are my least favorite uh, species. They just barely get edged out by mosquitoes, but I figure mosquitoes feed frogs, and I like frogs. I can't blame <laughs> young, hot women who try to do the Instagram influencer thing, because you'd look at a Kylie Jenner and think... She's no hotter than I am. I mean, we're all roughly the same when you right. get up to this level. Well, There's no reason I can't be her. Well, right. And as I've said many times, I'll do it for half that. <laughs> you know, they're thinking <laughs> if I make one one hundredth of that, all my dreams have come true. Yeah, for one year. Yeah. Yeah. How about that six year old uh, Korean little girl who bought an eight million dollar property? She <laughs> smiles pretty and points at toys. Oh, boy. Doesn't that make you just want to do something? Unpleasant. <laughs> Something great happened in healthcare. We're going to tell you about that next hour. I hope yes. you get it.